0: Is Dougie going to do a live?
1: Yeah, I was just waiting for the dynamic lead-in from um, the the most famous radio personality in Golden Valley.
0: Okay. not anymore. Okay, you ready? Yep. Here comes Hammerhead. There, is that what you wanted to
1: hear? Oh, my God. Where did that come from? <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> where, did that, where did that come from?
1: <laughs> We've been talking about this for a while. Uh, Walzer. last October... Uh, basically replaced Warranty for Life with Walzer Care. It's on all new cars and probably 80% of the used cars we sell. It's a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty. In addition to covering, it's like major medical coverage, but you also get roadside assistance, which is towing. If you get a flat tire, run out of gas, lock your keys in your car, and it is absolutely free. So check out walzer.com for all the cars that qualify and all the super groovy details.
0: Did you say super groovy? I did.
1: It's better than it hammerhead. Is super groovy. Here, let me turn my ringer way up. It wasn't loud enough during <laughs> the commercial.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you turn it way up so we can all hear it? Walzer Automotive Group, do, 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 do. We're rocking out, man. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's going to be the last show before Key West. What do you think oh, of that yeah. action? Key West coming up. <clears throat> so uh, we're ready to go. We're all happy about it. Everything is good. Should be a great time. And But, you know, of course, Doug is abandoning us.
1: Well, I'm going Typical. to Mexico with my wife. Unlike you, I just can't take constant vacations. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> or get blocked from the air. That's like, right. You know, something like that.
1: I gotta, tell, those, I gotta yeah, tell I gotta tell you it. something, Tom. I'm glad that I'm not you. I gotta tell you a quick funny story. So, oh, well, uh, that's nice to hear. Well, and I'll tell you why. Because since the Star Trib and and Cumulus did the press release about your contract extension, I started mm-hmm. reading some of the comments, and it's like, oh my God, you people are just morons. <laughs> So there's a Facebook page called the unofficial yep. KQ Morning Show page. There's also it's been one around for the for a while. yeah. It's been around for a long time, and I think Laura made me an admin a yep. while ago, so I'm an admin. And I, and I honestly post on there very, very rarely, but mm-hmm. the comments are firing up. Shoot. And I did my new one. I said I stopped listening 50 years ago after he took a shot at Joyce Lamont. And a friend of mine replied, don't be messing with Joyce. And somebody else said, you mean Juergen Nash? And then this guy Jergen says... Juergen Nash, baby! This, then this guy says, why would you not listen, yet follow it? Hashtag full of shit. And I'm like, oh my God, you have no sense of humor whatsoever. Well, I no, mean, no. the
2: KK oh. Morning Show hasn't been around for 50 years. That I know. should be the first tip-off.
1: Yeah, there's more than a few yeah. hints in there that it was supposed to be funny. And, and, you know, the 50 people that commented with smile and laugh emojis might have tipped them, but... I'm full of shit because I stopped listening 50 years yep. ago. Oh my I, th- God. I think people
3: just read anything on social media, just partially enraged in the first place. Yeah. They're just looking at yeah. something yep. to make a negative comment. That's just what they want to do.
1: Tom, you said something on the morning show that that I assume that it's true, and it was kind of made me think about it differently. That somebody told you that 90% of the negative comments on Social media, particularly Facebook, come from ten percent of the posters, or something like that.
2: Oh yeah, that was a, um, a article from yep. CNN. It was like ninety seven percent of all political comments come from ten percent of Twitter users. Wow! Yep. I know it's ridiculous.
3: <laughs> I believe it. You want to
0: hear
2: something else I heard during the show today?
0: I won't say which publication, but you know what I'm saying. get a call from this guy who says hey I got your phone number from a friend I hope you don't mind me calling I said no problem what's up this is during the show he said I I just got to tell you um, I work at this publication and I'm a big fan of the show and I love listening to it and I've been watching it for quite some time I do want you to know something Tom and I said yeah what's that and he goes about 10% of the positive comments about you get printed the other 90% they just throw away
4: Delete,
1: delete, was this, delete. Is delete. Was this the Apple Valley Town Tattler by any chance?
0: <laughs> yes, I'm sure it was the it Apple was. Valley. Town. Can you believe that that they can't even let people comment normally? Uh, apparently, a lot of other radio stations and other publications were give, sending in their comments, uh, which are all negative, of course, because I'm a direct competitor of the mm-hmm. TV stations, oh. the radio stations, and the newspapers, right? So, but my favorite thing is they just see positive comments about KQ and they just throw them away. They put, they said they print about 10% of them. That's about it.
4: I totally believe it. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. So well that's why people don't read newspapers and publications anymore because they don't tell the truth anymore anyway so what's the difference
3: well there are entire marketing companies devoted to trashing other people yeah and that's
0: what exactly. they do that's what they do yeah. now which is really unbelievable but i said well you know it didn't surprise me there were a couple of nice i although i did get a good laugh out of uh, one of them and i'm hoping it was I, i'm assuming it was from another either radio or tv person but they said barnard bigot and racist, now a radio diva.
5: <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually.
0: <laughs> That's really funny, I thought. Actually, See, that now was, that was clever.
5: Actually, that was me.
0: Probably was you.
5: Mm-hmm. Was it you? No.
0: <laughs> well, no, I just thought it was funny, man. I I thought I don't it was just, really, really funny.
5: I've taken one shot at you this week and you're mad at me. <laughs> I'm not mad. You do? I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. Who told you I'm mad at you? I'm not mad at you. I know. I'm just kidding. But I did
0: take a oh, shot at you. Say. Why? would you say?
5: Well, I texted it to you. I can't. I have to look it up.
0: <laughs> I'll look it up. See what kind of a pain in the it ass wasn't, it Typical. wasn't. Typical.
5: It wasn't today. So I'll look it up. I just got
0: a. I got a nice comment from <laughs> Scott Jameson just now, congratulating me on my contract. That was very nice of him. I appreciate it immensely. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got I some bad news, though, is I just uh, – I only – I delete about 90% of the nice text that I get, so forget
3: <laughs> And why would you want that?
0: I think it's so hilarious that they have to change the story. They don't care how much they lie and cheat and backstab <laughs> people. They don't care as long as they win.
3: The tide's got to turn, don't you think? God, I hope I, so. I think we're in such a, just such a judgmental negative state oh. of the world right now. It, just, it has to turn. People just can't live I don't, I don't this know. Angry.
5: God. But I, I did find the, because uh, I sent it to you in a talking text line. It says. Uh, oh, Mi- you did? Okay. Yeah. Oh, Michelle said that you were um, an American treasure. And I wrote, Tom, an American treasure. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Oh, so you want <laughs> Old Neighborhood on me. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, you ain't nothing me. but trash, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that once or twice in my life. Don't get me wrong. But you yeah, are
3: I, a treasure.
0: Look, it's a situation where, <laughs> and by the way, Michael Bryant was so damn nice uh, because of what I said in the in the Star Tribune article uh, about the fact that I'm I'm after all this time because and I do talk Doug. You know that I talk about how you and Michael have kind of changed my view on a number of things after getting to know you guys and talking to you and becoming good friends. Left-wing and,
1: brainwashing know. is what you mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, left-wing brainwashing. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Persistence said, reduces the
1: resistance. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tom.
0: No, all I, uh, it was all about the fact that I said, you know, I've gone through very happy times. I've been pissed off. You know, people going after me for no reason. Like I said, that whole bigot racist thing get, got really old. But who cares? Doesn't mean anything anymore. Everybody knows a racist anyway, aren't they? Everybody gets nailed for that. So, but yeah. but you think maybe you, it's your fault?
5: I was going to say you <laughs> think you took a lot of heat back then. Oh,
0: oh I know, no, I know.
1: I but, took tons
5: uh, of heat for water carrying heat. Yeah, I bet, man. Mm-hmm. I thought about <laughs> water
1: carrying <laughs> heat. Well, you know what I mean.
5: Yeah. Why are you toting water? You know that's mm, what yeah. how Danny Green would put it. Yeah. Why are you toting yeah. water for the? For the for the white man. Oh God! It's like,
2: Speaking of everyone getting called racist, did you see the uh, what happened with what's Barnes and Noble? I couldn't even remember the name. No. Um, they decided to put out a new series of book covers for classic books featuring people of color. So it's like Moby Dick, except Ishmael is black. That kind of thing yeah people I think weren't was actually wasn't people he? weren't uh that was um <laughs> oh kwee 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 was i don't know north african or something but yeah people weren't too happy about that because apparently they weren't publishing black authors they were just turning white authors black
1: good and thing they didn't paint not... the whale black that would have been really weird <laughs>
2: The the rare black black whale. whale. (laughs) Yeah, you never see those anywhere.
0: (laughs) You don't see that kind of action. I'm just telling you. Well, Well, the crazy thinking just goes on and on and on. An example: um, PETA now issued a statement saying you you should no longer call your pet your pet because it's offensive.
1: Oh, cut it it out! That's That's an onion article, isn't it? Oh no, it's not not. true.
0: No, it's not. That's true. That's the right there a, their name.
1: There's a game show for you for the morning show: True or Onion article.
0: <laughs> that would real.
2: be a tough one <laughs> to win. Be, uh, yeah, we used to do that.
3: Endless amounts of yeah,
2: yeah we used to do that as a material matter of fact. True on. Or Onion. They say, yeah, it's call it's them "A media. companion, not a pet."
0: Yes, you call him a companion, not a pet, because it's offensive to call him pets.
3: Who's offended? Who, who, I, who, who is, is offended? offended?
0: You can call Jude a pet all day. He's like, yeah, as long as you feed me, I don't give a rat's ass what you call him.
3: Yeah, me. you could call him dipshit and he'd be
0: happy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't That's care. Honestly, yeah, he I does not care. He
0: He's happy. It is. He's a happy dog.
6: <laughs> we, we call, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we call Daisy names all day.
2: <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> they don't
6: they don't care. So abusive. <laughs> she doesn't know oh, if you say heart. it in a cute voice. She has no idea what
2: the differences are you so stupid Andy?
0: do you have the little little slogans in front of you andy that that they change the the slogans slogans oh they got these little sayings and slogans and stuff about instead of saying this you should say this like
2: change bring home the bacon to bring home the bagels bring home the bagels yes the one on the very top what's
0: the one on the very top
3: before I die, Andy and Alex have to stop saying bagel.
0: Yeah, bagel. Hey, yeah.
2: Melissa says it too, so. <clears throat>
3: bagel. It's a Canadian <laughs> thing. It's
2: bagel. It's a Minnesota bagel. thing. Canadians pronounce it bagel. Bagel. That's how it's Canadian
3: spelled. Word. It yeah. is not bagel.
2: If you bagel. want to pronounce bagel, spell it B A E G L E. B A
6: E. I always, I was, I was told by a Texan that, and this is what made me change mm-hmm. it because he made a good point, is you don't, you don't, beg something like you're not going to the store and begging for your groceries, like, like when you say beg, what?
2: Yeah, it yeah. sounds go like you're bag. bag well, begging. I mean that's kind of so,
6: <laughs> get a bag. So, so he was like, you have to go get a bag.
2: Arguably, that's, that's missing the point correct. because bagel is Yiddish, but still, yes, spell yeah. it. It is. Spell and it. Every the Jew way I know it says
4: it. bagel. Well, of course. <laughs>
2: That's because of
1: how it's pronounced. <laughs> that is how it's, that's t- exactly. it is
2: how it's pronounced, but it's a, it's a protest against bad spelling. I'm a moral I pronounce against bad spelling.
0: I just pronounce it uh, bread donut. Yeah. That's what I call it.
6: Bread
0: donut. Give me another bread donut, will you? Let's see. Uh, so yeah, I don't know.
2: Let's see. i want yeah, to. what got some of the things you're not supposed to say anymore. I've got the article. Let's see, but it's, of course, it's. Fox News, so it goes on and on without actually telling you what you're supposed oh, to say. Oh, God. Here we go. Animal-friendly idioms per PETA, which, I mean, they haven't Should had... PETA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Should be PETA, <laughs> anyway. Like FETA. Oh,
6: man. Uh-oh. That's just offensive. just broke out your own medicine.
2: <clears throat> Let's see. Harmful, cry over spilled milk. Helpful, cry over burnt toast. Uh, Wait a minute. So what? wheat doesn't Say that have feelings? <laughs> no. <Nope>. Wheat. Well, <laughs> what? Because milk is bad because vegan. That's. Oh, that's milk
6: different. is bad because vegan. Oh,
2: uh, got harmful it. packed in like sardines. Helpful oh. packed in like pickles. pickles
4: harmful on a wild goose are...
2: chase. Helpful out chasing rainbows. That one's kind of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, harmful eat crow. Helpful eat humble pie. Harmful ants in your pants, because ants care what you have to say. Harmful, (laughs) or helpful, pepper in your pants. I guess that's not good.
0: (laughs) I just put pepper in my pants, as you were saying That It was unbelievable. What a coincidence.
3: He did that to get rid of the ants. (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Walk on eggshells becomes walk on broken glass. Kill two birds with one stone becomes feed two birds with one scone.
6: Oh, my God. Oh,
2: God. Can you stop? Oh, my God. Oh, God. It goes on. So oh, Seriously, God. I
3: just want to punch these people that <coughs> sit
1: around I'm doing this stuff. I'm moving to Alabama and buying a pickup truck and a quart of whiskey. I can't handle this oh, anymore.
5: My I God. couldn't agree it's more. It's gotten I'm out about, of control. I'm about to say something that's going to get me run out of studio and right, right here and out of town. Are you you call me a honky? No. <laughs> okay. You people have way too much time you're here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well,
0: that's true. That's
2: what yeah. What that's people, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you people, J.B.? What do you Well I'll say this. The person who uh, reported I don't know if she was actually the PETA person, but the one in the Fox News article was a middle aged white woman named Jenny White. So
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jenny White. Jenny oh my God. But isn't
5: Just a it typical most, white person. But isn't most people with last name white black And most people? I was gonna were, say. Most yes. people with the last name black. White. Or white. That's yeah.
7: right. That's
5: it's true. true. And remember what
0: I, Larry David said? Yeah, black, and your last name is black. My name should be Larry Jew. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I used to actually send PETA money.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> get out. A of zillion
3: years ago, back when I, they were like you know against animal abuse. And, yes, exactly. Uh, you know, and, all that I was, i'm was all for that i don't like animals being abused even if they're used yep. in the food chain yeah. but when they went absolutely crazy politically i was like bye-bye i'm out well
2: it's like you always yeah, well. you hear about this kind of thing you know changing let the cat out of the bag to spill the beans <sighs> but you never hear about them like busting up a dog fighting ring or right. you know you know, no, no, they don't do that. Going You're investigative right. reporting on a puppy mill, that kind of thing. You never—they yep. might do it, but you don't hear about it. But yeah, you do hear about this dumb they crap be doing. That they do. If they yeah. Yeah, doing, if you the want to do some crap, real work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. But yeah. that's hard, and it's easier just to make little cutesy memes telling people not to say "beat a dead horse." But exactly, just sit there and be
3: judgmental.
0: Okay,
2: I have a new slogan, and we're going to go with this. <clears throat> right now
0: we have to feed two kids with one spot break. We'll be right back. <laughs> <with> the- <laughs> wow, oh my gosh. Nicely done.
6: That was good. <laughs>
0: you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet, With LASIK at Whiting Clinic.
2: LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential.
0: I'm rocking out, man. Man. What do you think of that? Let me know when you get Jamie on the phone, if you would, please. All right. Anybody hear me? Yeah, yes, we well, here, can hear you. We're here. We're just waiting for you to finish done. rocking
1: out. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, I just, uh, I, I just so let me
0: let me know when Jamie's on the phone. That'd I'll be good. Call her
2: right. Andy now. said,
4: "All righty to you."
2: Jamie's a guy. I'll call him right now. <laughs>
5: did,
6: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll call him right now.
5: <laughs> did Tony tell you the uh, thing? I text him. <sighs> Dad.
0: Oh, uh, did. Did to Tony tell you what?
5: The thing I text him. Uh, I,
0: have, I don't think so, no.
5: Or did you see it on a talking know. text? I was driving on 169 North the past three days mm-hmm. now, and on the side of the road there is a dark-colored Sex toy. Yeah,
0: not bad. Um, well, on the side, the same one. Same specific.
1: one.
5: specific. <laughs> so somebody threw it out the window and it's just laying there. <laughs> it's here? just laying there. One sixty nine, right before you get to three ninety four.
1: Isn't that an old song? Uh, dead dildo, dildo in the middle of the road.
5: Oh, it a dead dildo in the middle of the road. Staying it's not in the high heaven. heaven. It's not in the middle. It's on, it's on the shoulder. But I just traffic was slow on Monday and I couldn't, so I was just looking around. It's like,
3: I always think it's interesting to see stuff like that. It's like, how did that get, get there? To,
2: yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> Why is what? that there? What's going on?
2: We have Jamie on the phone.
0: Jamie Kaler. How you doing, Jamie? I'm
9: good. How are you today?
0: Marvelous. We can open up by saying I'm a huge fan of Tacoma FD. Love it.
9: Oh, nice. Yeah. The new season starts in March. Yeah, I was really excited to be part of it.
5: March 26, True
0: TV announced the second season uh, premiere of Tacoma, F, uh, Tacoma FD. It'll be March 26th, as Jamie just said, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. The half-hour comedy delivered 13 episodes in its sophomore season. It's a very, very good show. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. It's,
9: it's honestly one of the most fun shows I've ever worked on. Everybody's
0: great. That's nice to hear. You got Dadland's podcast. You got all kinds of stuff to talk about, I'm just, I'm just going to get out of your way, Jamie. I want to hear all about it, man. <laughs>
9: you too. Well, well, I love it. Yeah, well, I actually, I hosted a show with Dave Schrader. That's how I'm here today. I did Haunted Live for the Travel Channel. It's a cool Probably little, right, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of a jack of all trades, but yeah, I'm a late in life dad. I have two little girls, um, and, uh, I'm, I'm coming to terms with it at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie, what does that mean? Coming to terms with it?
9: <laughs> I, 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 had, I had kids at my daughter's 50 years younger than me. Yeah, I'll let mm. that sink in for a second and let everyone absorb oh, yeah. the fact <laughs> that I had a child at 50 years old.
2: Well, I think my uh, <laughs> longest friend, his dad is probably 50 years older than him, right, Gene? Mm. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, so...
9: Yeah. <clears throat> I always so equate it to uh, having kids at my age is kind of like getting a DUI just as you pull into your driveway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That's not good you're timing like, at all. I
9: made it. I'm home. And you're like, no, Jamie, you're bankrupt and you have children at this point. So that's how that's, <laughs> that's <the> falling apart.
0: <laughs> no wonder you have so many jobs, Jamie.
9: Uh, it's a good thing. Well, that's what's really funny. Before I had the kids, I was turning down jobs left and right. I was like, I don't need me. I got a bank full of money. I was on a show called My Boys. I had done Will and Grace, Friends, Parenthood a million credits. I was, like, happy as a clam, and all of a sudden, now I have two kids, and I'm like, oh, man, i I got to find another job, dude. So I've got, like, 15 jobs running these days.
0: No, I, I'm right there, shoulders. My kids are now 33 and 31, and I still have three jobs, so it's never going to end, Jamie.
9: Well, nowadays, I, they're probably living with you, aren't they? Are they aren't they? you all in the same home? Still?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we kicked them out a couple of years ago.
9: Yeah, get oh, out a couple did. Of years. Oh, no, they'll be back. Trust yeah. me, they'll be back in about six months. <laughs> <laughs> When I first got, because I was a Navy guy, too, I was a Navy lieutenant. And when I got out of the Navy, I just remember I'm the youngest of six and my dad was like, he was like, all right, we'll clean out the back bedroom and have you move home. And I was like, are you insane? I would never, ever move back in with my family. (laughs) I was like, I'd rather be homeless. I'm not moving back in with you guys. you insane. And nowadays, every kid I talk to is like, oh, no, I go, I go, what's your plan? And they're like, "Ah, just, you know, back bedroom. Still be on my parents' phone plan, and it
0: uh, yeah. should be fine. Yep. Everything yep. should work out fine. Oh, man, I was, I was looking at the DadLand's podcast. He's a lot of great guests. I have not seen Joe Coy in a while. How, how's Joe Coy doing? He's a great
9: guy. Oh, I my really God. like him a lot. You know, he so he has two shows next month. He sold out the L.A. Forum. Mm. The wow. Forum, where, like, the really? Eagles play. Yeah. Right. Two nights, 26,000 people are going to see Joe Coy. He's, he's doing arenas now around the country. He is... We did the Montreal Comedy Festival together, uh, you know, mm-hmm. many years ago. And he is still the nicest guy on earth, one of the funniest guys, hardest working. You know, he has a son, and he, we talked about it, and he, he was on the road like 52 weeks a year for the first six or seven years of his son's life. And that's, it's funny, nice. because I have kind of stopped doing the road. I used to do road stuff as a comic. But I wanted to be home with the kids. But that was what he did mainly with stand-up. So he, you know, he had a kind of find this balance of being a dad and grinding on the road and now he's you know now he's leer jetting it around i think so it, it, it kind of paid off for him in the long run um, well yeah but he's a great good. cat he, and ridiculously funny. yep
0: i agree he's a very nice guy and he's very very funny i also see you've had jeff lewis on we just had jeff lewis on this show about a month ago what another great you only hang out with nice people
9: I kind of try to. I really try to. I had Lemmy and Heffernan on. I did another podcast before. It's called Father Time through the Earwolf uh, podcast system. They they mm-hmm. kind of hired me to do this parenting podcast. But through right. that podcast, I kind of was an interviewer. I was more Charlie Rosing it, and uh, I wanted to more sure. be more included and be the funny guy as well. So we kind of let the Father Time go by the wayside, and now we're just doing the dad lands and it's more of a, a comedic take on stuff it was funny I would have I would have guys on Father Time like Dave Keckner from Anchorman or Jimmy Pardo sure, who's sure. a huge comic or Joel McHale all these guys came on Richard Marks did it and I would talk to them but it would kind of be more in depth about like their parenting stuff, and so some of them were like, I remember one guy came on, it it turned into a tear fest, the two of us were like two middle-aged dudes just sobbing about our kids, I was like, my kids, I know I love them so much, I can't
0: stop (laughs) it. Well, good, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah,
9: well, I'm a a repressed (laughs) Irish Catholic guy, so I was kind of like that musket Mm -hmm. rifle from the 1800s that you see on the Antiques Roadshow, just ramrodded down with powder, and emotions, and then these two beautiful little <laughs> red-headed girls lit this spark, and now, boom, I cry at Lou's commercials. Oh, so it should be. That's how well, life that's, should you be. You know, they do we have that all, one uh, commercial where a kid builds a shed for his father, he comes home at Christmas and builds the shed. Man, that one's a, that's a heavy tear-jerker of a commercial.
0: No? I, I certainly understand. <laughs> now, now, how old are the girls? Uh, so, Jamie, how old are your girls?
9: My little girls are four and six.
0: Oh, it's a great time, man. Yeah.
9: I mean, yeah. Are they yeah, sassy yet? The Thirty-five, it'll be a blast. Are they what, now?
3: <laughs> Are they sassy?
9: They're redheads. You remember the redhead okay. girl in school? She was the one who set the school on fire. Yeah, I have two of them. Ah, uh, you're all. talking
3: to it. Naturally to born redhead. <laughs> <laughs> Me
9: too. So here's the deal. We're like we're the ginger breed. We're bringing it. We're bringing the whole uh, ginger thing back because you know we're. Dying out. I'm a redhead. My wife's a redhead, and the two kids are redheads. Oh wow! So oh, there's no very sweet. There's no craziness in our household whatsoever. I mean, every day is an battle and no
3: suntanning. Yeah. Mm.
9: <laughs> no, and we Do live in Southern sun-tan. California. I know, I know. It's like and trying to put sunscreen on them is, you know, I'm I'm holding. Yeah, just... I'm like doing a full Nelson on her, trying to hold <laughs> this little child down <laughs> while we're trying to slather sunscreen all over her body fighting us um, to no end yeah it's, it's, okay. it's rough <laughs> I look for shade
4: I remember
0: yeah. those days yes so are the girls old yeah, enough do, yet know, that when, we
9: need to move to Minnesota really we should be up there with you
0: sure absolutely um, yeah. are, the, are the little girls at the, the age yet where uh, you're out in public and you get recognized Do they? how do they feel about that or do they not notice it
9: uh, they, yeah, they'll see me on TV and just be like, they couldn't care less. They just couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah, actually, my wife doesn't care less. Like, I was on a show for four years on My Boys. I don't know if she ever watched an episode. Like, <laughs> I'm like, sometimes I go, do you even know what I do for a living? She's like, no, I Sure. I don't. Like, whenever I go out for some job or something, she's like, she never is like, hey, how's the job? What's the character? What's the show you're hosting? Where's the stand up show? She's like, How much does that pay? That's really all she asked. <laughs> How much money are you going to make? I like that. That's all she How cares about. Yeah, it's like, well, Show me the money. She's Cuba Gooding. I married Cuba Gooding Jr. really so who I met. <laughs> that yeah. might
0: not be good news for you if you married Cuba Gooding Jr. And I like Cuba Gooding Jr., but he's got a few problems right now, unfortunately.
9: Oh, he's a player, apparently, right? He likes. Uh, I mean, it's great because he always grabs the, my inner thigh as often as humanly possible, which I really sure, enjoy. Sure. In my dudes, I, I hang at bars with. <laughs> We're like, I just find that so. I mean, at a certain age, and in today's world in social media, do you not have enough logic in your brain to go? You know, I'm in a public place. Maybe I shouldn't just reach across and grab someone's inner thigh. How about, how about that, Cuba?
1: I think it's okay if you're drunk, though, isn't it?
9: <laughs> Uh, there is some legality. I think yeah. if, you blow, if you blow above a .15, you can do pretty much anything yeah. you want. it's cool. Yeah, and you can legally you know, just say, look, I was blacked out, man. To me, really, a blackout is nature's way of telling you, dude, you don't even want to know what you did last night.
0: <laughs> True. Yeah, but I mean, you never wake up road. from a
9: blackout and go, oh, man, I wrote a book. I painted the house. <laughs> no. Your underwear mm, no. and your pants are around one ankle because you couldn't get them over your shoe, and you're on the kitchen floor. It's just not a good... <laughs> it never, pans, it never pans out well. No. That's the other thing. Yeah, Lately, here's I, what the uh, problem is. Actually, it's probably the kids probably saved my life because I was a comic and an actor. I was, I was single in my 40s. I was out every night drinking, and now, I mean, we'll have, like, one glass of wine with dinner, on a night, and I, you know, then my little girl comes in, wakes me up at two in the morning because she's scared because there's spiders under her bed or something, who knows, and my body doesn't metabolize anything, I never get enough sleep, so I'm like, I can't even have like a glass of wine anymore, I'm just banged up the next day, it's a train wreck.
0: Well, yeah, you know, as we get into our 50s, Jamie, we... I'm just well, you know, I'm, I'm on the down well side of the
9: 50s, my friend. I'm moving I'm moving towards your department. I'm 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 on a I'm on a di- double diamond path to the 60s at this point.
0: Sure, I understand that completely. I yeah. understand oh, I completely. Just...
9: How
0: how did Okay, so you have a 6-year-old and a 4-year-old. So when <laughs> they when the 6-year-old was born, did you I I guess I'm just doing full reveal here. Um that I, I kind of went into panic and panic mode when our our son was born before our daughter. So our son was born, and then uh, uh, my wife finally told me, You know, you really need to calm down. And I said, What do you mean? She goes, You're just being really overprotective. I said, What are you talking about? I'm not overprotective. She goes, Everyone even looks at our son. You go, You touch our son, I'll kill you. So I guess I did kind of, oh, I overreact. Yeah, you know, so I got a little nervous. Did you go because I was what was I thirty five when Andy was born? Sure. Yeah, I
3: think you were thirty five. I remember you wanted a Sids monitor on. Me. I wanted a Sids
0: monitor. <laughs> so like Till the they were five in the eighties. Till they I were five. Yep. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Yep. No, I I, no, I think you're the norm. That's more normal than anything. I was the same. I thought, oh, this isn't going to affect me at all. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I remember thinking, like, people would go near my kids. I like, go, I'm going to punch you in the face. Get away from my. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs>
1: i was just like that as well it wasn't until they turned teenagers that i stopped caring but when they were little i thought they were gonna gonna die in the middle of the night and i couldn't watch any crime dramas that had any scenes that abused young kids i just get boiling mad and freak out
9: (laughs) what what that's so funny that you say that i totally agree with that i can't and here's what's weird, like. Every show on Netflix now starts with the murder of a child. Yeah, that's like, what you want to see uh, when you yeah. have a five-year-old, right? <laughs> like the edgy, new Every thing. show, yeah. to me now, Jaws is really about the the little boy who got eaten by the shark. That's the <laughs> right. whole story of Jaws.
1: <laughs> now, if they the only had shows like, where they like, wiped see, out, if dude, they wiped
9: out tenth you graders, you'd stand up and applaud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole story of Jaws should be just be called Mrs. Kitner. <laughs> It's like the Alex Kittner story to me, where I'm like, man, that little boy didn't have to die if you guys had just posted signs. It's really, the tragedy is the Alex Kittner
2: story. (laughs) That might actually not be a bad idea for a movie. It's like a a (laughs) drama about the family of the boy. It's like it's in the Jaws universe, but you never see the shark. You just see the aftermath of. The Broken Family. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a way cheerful that's a great tone. idea. People on would an watch island. it. I'm telling you.
9: She <laughs> lives on an island. She can't get away from the water. Mrs. Kittner has to, every time she sees the water, mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's like, ah, oh, my boy Alex is gone. She there we go. Oh,
2: psychological. <laughs> oh. We
9: should call Hallmark. Stuff we'll call handle. the Hallmark Network this afternoon. We'll have a deal by tomorrow. We'll sure, get the that Hallmark stuff. Network would
2: love that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be lifetime. Lifetime.
9: Definitely lifetime. Tiffany Amber season, it writes itself. <laughs> 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 yes,
0: there you go. Uh, I do need to, we only have one minute left, unfortunately, with Jamie. Jamie, you're a great guest. True TV announced the second season of premiere of Tacoma FD, uh, which will be on March 26th at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Looking forward to 13 more episodes of that. DadLands is available everywhere you get your podcast, correct?
9: It is true, yeah. And we have a website, thedadlands.io, but the DadLands is on iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere. And basically, it's just me interviewing you know, a bunch of comics and great dad who are uh, trying to at least make it a little more fun than it, than it feels like it is sometimes. I
0: think it's wonderful. Jamie, thanks so much for your time today, sir. Great talking to
9: you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Next time I'm up there doing a club, I'm definitely going to come by and see you guys.
0: Love to see you, Jamie. Thanks very much. Have a good day, sir. Alright, guys. Take care. We, Have a great day. See you. You too. We'll be right back with the family. Sabre, and Bryant, whatever it takes. Town girl. I love this song.
9: She's been living in, a living in her
0: world. uptown world. That would be your four seasons right there, Billy Joel style, right? Mm-hmm. I, do, I love that song. I always had like that song. <laughs> Which is kind of weird because Billy Joel's okay, and I never was a huge fan of the Four Seasons, but for some reason that song really worked for me. You didn't like the Four Seasons. Glad
7: to hear it. How do not like the no, Four I, Seasons. I thought they were okay. No.
0: I was not a huge fan. <laughs> Isn't that like well, right you know, the biggest problem at time? It's
4: for wheelhouse.
0: Yeah. 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 So right in my wheelhouse. Have but the problem them. was, I could not sing that high. That's why I didn't like them because well, I couldn't that. get my voice high enough to sing along.
4: Thing. I could never see and I still <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I still think that he had like some Sort of weird disorder That went undiagnosed he, <laughs> And me. he
6: thinks that About everyone Who's small And has a high voice That's a man So uh, I mean He says the same thing About Prince
2: He totally had A pulmonary oh, yeah. disorder <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> <I> told you. <laughs> well, it's a possibility. What other small
6: men can we come up with that Andy will be like? No, they—that's that, totally a disorder. Pituitary. It's like
2: it's like, you know, Danny DeVito. He's. Small, I was gonna say
6: Danny DeVito, but, but he but doesn't he
2: have a high voice because his pituitary's
4: he. His fine. Yeah, he has
2: his endocrine <laughs> system was intact. Prince, not so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah, probably not. Um,
0: this is kind of a bold thing to do. She, you know Shannon Doherty is right from uh, 90210 and a number of other things. You know, Shannon, who that is, don't you? Yeah.
4: Yes. He just said Tiffany Amber season. 90210 people.
2: Oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. As as Shannon know.
0: Doherty's <laughs> revelation this week that she has stage 4 breast cancer is mostly drawing messages mm. of support, except for one notable name, State Farm is suggesting... The 90210 actress has an ulterior motive in first sharing that diagnosis in court documents. The 48-year-old is embroiled in a lawsuit with the insurance company over damage she says her home suffered in 2018 California wildfires. And per legal documents filed Wednesday in Los Angeles Federal Court, State Farm lawyers allege that Doherty's hatched a plan at trial to garner sympathy by her contention that State Farm must rebuild her entire house. So they're saying she's claiming to have stage 4 breast cancer as kind of a ploy.
3: Are, Are you kidding me? Well, if her house mm. burned down, right? Yeah. It burned down.
0: Uh, it says here that, uh, yeah, she Does State Farm house. only yeah.
3: build half your house?
0: I don't know. We work? have State Farm, and I don't know what to tell you. Well, they well, rebuild up to the uh, amount yeah. that you're covered
2: for.
6: Yeah. We just learned this. But yeah,
2: yeah, that's right. But, yeah, I mean, you're covered, you're covered for, for the amount. Whether or not you have cancer has nothing to do with it.
6: Right says here, Doherty, for the insurance
0: company's attorneys, wants State Farm to fork over $2.7 million to completely rebuild her home because she has breast cancer and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. State Farm, meanwhile, said her residence only suffered smoke damage, not fire or structural damage, and that it's already given her upward of a million dollars for cleaning services, remediation, and rent for a year for temporary digs. That's a bit much, don't you think? Mm. I mean, seriously, you're... I don't know.
5: But that, to uh, that's, that'd be a tough one. But to say that she's been fake, uh, she's faking breast cancer is, yeah, it's kind of yeah.
1: The pictures of her when she was faking it two years ago looked pretty real. She but was yeah. super skinny and her hair had fallen well, out. So
0: I don't think they're saying she's faking it. They're just saying that she's using it yeah. to wow. garner sympathy for her two point seven million dollar claim. Mm. So I don't know what to tell you. But that's kind of a bold move. I. Over two point seven million. If I were that big a company, I just go, yeah, whatever.
3: It's really tough because a, a neighbor of ours had a fire, and the house didn't burn down or anything, but there was a ton of damage. And he said that one of the problems was is that the insurance company, instead of calling it a total loss, they kept on, they kept on doing all this stuff where. There apparently when you have a house fire you can have like something smoldering in the wall. Yep. And you don't know about oh, it yeah. for quite some yeah. time. Yeah. And they kept he kept he said they kept chasing that so that every every couple of weeks there'd be another little area that would s- start smoldering and they'd have to tear down another thing of sheetrock. It took them almost 2 years to get back into their house. Well, jeez. Which is crazy.
2: They should be able to tell where those areas are using a thermal camera. So yeah. I, think, I don't
3: know, yeah. but he said it was just the insurance company just kept making it go on and on and well, on. Yeah, and
6: that's what they do.
0: That's true. I suppose it's true. I suppose it's absolutely true.
9: We
6: had a we had a I, neighbor uh, down the street that um, a tree branch, a huge like tree branch, fell on top of their roof in the middle of their roof. And it took about a year for them to finally get a new roof. Oh, jeez. Yeah, like they just draw it out as long as they possibly can. It's insane. Well, they don't make money by paying out. Right, exactly. Well, that
3: makes sense when you're in an area that, you know, like a hurricane. that wipes out half of a state or something, all their roofs, you know. Then it might take some time. But a branch falling in should not take long.
2: No. It should not.
3: No. I don't know what the deal is.
0: Yeah, who does know? What the hell? I I don't know what to tell you. The whole world, I think, has lost its mind and everybody's got a scam going or, or they're accused of having a scam and everybody's lying. And everybody. When did it become so popular to lie all the time? Has it always been that way, and
2: I just noticed it? About five seconds after the first human spoke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For real. I think it's probably true.
6: As soon as they learned how to speak.
2: You know, if you give me that boar carcass, I'll give you three rocks. Oh, just (laughs) kidding. Now I got the rocks and the carcass. Bye. Exactly. Goodbye. Leave me alone. Get away from me.
0: I don't know. I would like to see the news delivery services and Hollywood and the politicians maybe just calm down. And then, uh, Do you think people would calm down? Or, Catherine, you, you said you've been looking at Twitter lately. Do these people just want to be pissed off constantly? Yes. They just want to be a victim, a and they want to go. be mad about the fact yes. that they're a victim. Twitter
3: is a vehicle for political junkies <sighs> who are malcontents. Oh, That's yeah. what it really is all about. I can't even... I try to go on Twitter and... Change. I mean, everything. It's like search. I don't want to see anything political. I don't want to see any news. Yeah, I don't gridlock. want to see. And if I scroll through it, it's all political, all news, all the time. I'm like, no, I want, how about I want meditation mm-hmm. and, sunsets and kittens <laughs> and dogs. Yeah. I might Good get luck. like an extra one of those on the feed and everything else is political. It's unbelievable. Well, you like, can't get away from it.
2: Go to any tweet any politician has ever made and read the comments and they're all going to be focusing on some negative aspect. No one's ever like, you know, yeah. it could be like world's most expensive politician you know, says that we need to think more about curing cancer. People are going to be in the comments somehow making that, you know, why aren't you thinking about, you know, curing, uh, well, COPD. There you go. Because I it have COPD. Why are you curing cancer and not what I have? Well,
3: Adam Schiff's Adam Schiff's uh, Twitter page is nothing but adulation about how wonderful and he's the savior of the universe. I mean, all <laughs> comments are positive. Most they worship him. Most worship people like
2: him. that are bots
5: on on my and face- yeah. <laughs> I was
4: going to say <laughs> uh,
5: On my Facebook page from my friends back in St. Louis. There is probably 10 15 of them. They spend their whole time yep. just pointing out negative stuff people have said. Mm-hmm. Or supposedly have said.
2: And it, my favorite is like when people make this big deal about like this anonymous Twitter account made a tweet that got 5 likes. And then it goes, like, national on the news. It's like, why do we care what some nobody who has zero power has to say? Why is that a national phenomenon all of a sudden?
5: When Kobe Bryant died that day, this woman was on on some news broadcast, and she was talking about Hmm. the Lakers and the Knicks. And she slipped up and said, Nakers. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard. That. And all my, f- a bunch of my friends were losing their mind. And finally, I, as I was scrolling through, somebody said, "No, she was trying to say Knicks and Lakers at the same time." Yeah. At right. the same time, and and I, then I saw it as a news story, and they said this. So I spent half the day telling, walking people off the ladder, say, like, "No, she didn't say a racial term. She was just trying to say." nicks and lakers which i have to be very careful
2: <laughs> <to say>. yeah <laughs> yeah, you, yeah you say that enough times you're gonna say something else yeah. right yeah i was gonna say what's better makers be or licks <laughs> yeah.
1: you know i think it's a, i followed lakers that jb and i, I think like it. it's a maybe a sign that we're getting a little less sensitive that she didn't lose her job over that right. two years ago yeah uh, oh, I she would have walked the plank oh right. yeah
2: totally
4: yeah for accidentally saying something yeah.
1: And that I don't even care even who you are, terrible. you can't be a newscaster or a DJ mm-hmm. or a podcaster, anybody that does live stuff without screwing something up at some point. Oh yeah. I, I never in my
4: life. Absolutely. Yeah. Well not except not for anything. Alex.
5: <laughs> I have yeah, never, except for Alex, exactly.
4: never misspoke. Well, I
5: mean, but that once. that gotcha um yeah. mentality has worked its way into everything yep. mm-hmm. you know yeah, your jobs is. you know you make a mistake at work and you have coworkers who walk around with notebooks or yeah. who jump who are ready to jump and go rat you out and it's yep. like yeah. well what happened to the point that i'm human and one can yeah. you let allow me the time to f- maybe fix it first before you right. go run and tell somebody well 30 years ago though if a newscaster accidentally said
2: the f word on the on the air You'd have people saying, My children heard this. You got to get this person fired. You know, doesn't matter if it's yeah. an accident or not. People, there's power in joining a lynch mob, basically. And it's sad, but a lot of people, that's the only power they'll ever have. So that's what they reach. And it might
3: for. be the only group of friends they can find, is what it most likely <clears throat> right. is because that's, they're such yeah. miserable jerks. Yeah. And
5: that's what it comes down to. They're miserable people who yep. have no. F- They have no fun in their life they have no family or nothing that brings them joy and so they're just going to make other people miserable
3: yeah and they're doing a very good job of it they sure are
0: that whole thing is extremely sad as far as i'm concerned i well, do they? Do you think they don't know they're ruining some people's
2: lives when they do that stuff? Well, they know, well, but it, power makes them, trip. Yeah, right. it makes them feel powerful, so that's why they do but it. But
5: you're ruining someone's life. They don't you, you don't care about that? No. It's no, a they, power
3: trip. They uh, like it. They enjoy so it.
5: Sad. They like the chemical boost they get for for mm-hmm. somebody running behind them and telling them that they're right or yep. we're going to do something about it. or
2: You're fighting evil they, by right. doing what you're doing.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, you know what I just noticed?
5: What's what that? You Remember I told,
0: you, I told you I got a call from a guy in a publication that said that the comment section is totally fake? Mm-hmm. That publication took the story down. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, it's really honest. That's some honest reporting you got there. Unbelievable. We, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what do we got till two after, Andy? I uh, got sure three minutes, minutes, so yeah. Yeah, so two after. All right, so basically... I guess the world's in pretty good shape, don't you think? <laughs> depends all, on suppose. who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> depends on <laughs> where because you are. Got, you yeah, guess, where in the world? Yeah, I suppose it does. I suppose it does. It, it depends on where you are and what you're talking about. Probably not rest.
3: Wuhan. No. No, probably don't not
0: Wuhan. <laughs> Some Australia's by, by the way, rough. Yeah? yeah. Did you see one of the first doctors that reported? Uh, Coronavirus has died at 34. I did see really? that. Yeah, he contracted it. Yeah, it's oh, terrible. Oh God!
3: How many people have died of that
0: so far? Like 600. Far? Yeah. Well, and it's mostly 600.
2: because they're trying to keep it like hush hush. You know, We're, there's no outbreak. Hush
4: hush. Well, China's having no, they're not. drones they're arresting
1: people that aren't wearing
4: yeah, masks. China has drones flying around all. telling people to go put a mask on in China that aren't putting
2: masks, like wearing masks in public. Well, in China, but they don't want it. They don't want that spreading outside of wherever it is.
4: There's another person in Wisconsin with it, and there's a person in Minnesota with it that's quarantined. Mm. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: and then supposedly there was a cruise ship that everybody had it, but it turned out to not be it.
4: Yeah. Well,
2: the cruise oh, ship that it was, right. didn't yeah. Make that was food sense. poisoning. <laughs> the cruise ship thing didn't make sense because they sailed over to China, but they never docked. So how could the disease have possibly gotten onto the ship? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Some I don't, bird. I, going <laughs> yeah, within 2,000 miles of China isn't a disease, it's, a, it's not a transmission vector.
4: The coronavirus outbreak, outbreak has so, killed yeah. nearly 500 people and infected more than yeah. 24,000.
0: Actually, that's old data because it's nearly 600 people now.
4: This says 16 hours ago.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, it's old well, data because a bunch well, more died this morning. A hundred so
4: more people is it died in, in the past. Yeah, Well, there are 1.7 hours?
0: billion people well, living there, five, so yes. Well, is 500
4: true? have died since December, and then 100 died in 16 hours?
2: Hmm.
0: Well, first of all, they say it's tens of thousands of people probably died, but they're just not reporting them.
3: But is this virus like other viruses and flus where it's killing the elderly and the Problem. compromised yes. yeah, this and all doctor that? Or this is,
1: doctor that died was 34. That's true.
2: He was yeah. only 34, yeah.
3: But he might have had a, something else. He might have. He might yeah. have
2: had an autoimmune disease, something like that. You yeah. never really know. So, Dougie. Yes. Are you doing yours first? or sure. Are you doing Michael He'll Bryant first? I'll do it first? right now. All right. You're doing it Okay. Here we go.
1: Um, Auto show is right around the corner. Uh, so we, this is the slowest time for the year for us, which is we're, why we're not on the morning show. But uh, right. with President's Day in two or three weeks, that's really become the start of the selling season. So if you are in the market for a brand new car or late model used. Uh, I want to remind people that Walser, since October, rolled out for absolute no cost to you uh, 10 year, 150,000 mile powertrain warranty called Walls or Care. It includes roadside assistance, so if you get a flat tire, lock your keys in the car, uh, run out of gas, we will come out and help you solve that problem. Uh, and it's also got towing, uh, and that's for 10 years, 150,000 miles on all new, and about 80% of the used cars we sell. So. When you start shopping, and I know people will soon, don't forget about Walzer Care.
0: Walzer Automotive Group, com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. So, what's
1: the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that you know adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured.
0: Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. (laughs) What's the matter with you? The name of that band?
1: Uh... I know it's, uh, so. it's uh, the, they're Native American. Is it Redbone? Yes, it is
0: Redbone. Very good. It's Red Redbone, Bone, baby. Wonder, do you know
1: that? Do you know where Danny's Bar in Minneapolis was? Yep, it yep. was like Chicago and Twelfth, kind of right in the hood. I mm-hmm. played in a band, and we uh, we we got hired to play at Danny's, and they literally had chicken wire at the front of the stage. But we learned that song, and the crowd went crazy. It was, it was a Native American neighborhood in those in, back in the eighties, and maybe it is that's still where the now. Guy, I don't know.
0: That's where the guy got got arrested. Remember the guy who pretended to be Native American that was killing people? Oh, he might not have been I living forgot here about that. Yeah, remember, that was at Danny's Bar, I think, where they arrested him. Yep. or maybe it was the Bears Den.
1: The Bears Den was up might on the Franklin Den. and Chicago, right yeah, around the corner Chicago, from there. Yeah, yep. I went in there once when I was 18 because a buddy of mine said that they had 10-cent beers. So a couple skinny white kids go in there with hair down to their butts. We pounded those dimes into the uh, bar (laughs) for about 35 minutes before the bartender looked up and waited on us. They they were not happy that we were there. Let's just put it that way.
2: Well, that'll happen. That'll happen. Is a Cajun term for a mixed-race person. Huh. So there you go. Well, I didn't know that. Because the uh, brothers were, I don't know how to pronounce this, Y A Q U I, Yaki, Yaqui? Yaki, Yaqui? Yaqui. yeah, Yaki, probably. Shoshone and Mexican. Hmm. So there you go. I did not know. So red
0: bones just means mixed race. In Cajun, yep. Why would you have,
2: why would you have red bones? I don't get it. I'm thinking. They look white on the outside, but they're red on the inside. Oh, you think that that's what it's like? An Oreo. Yeah, that could be it. Oh, an Oreo. Oreo, banana. Let's see <laughs> what else is. is there. White on the inside, yellow. I love Oreos. Going to be an egg. Let's see what's white on the in- outside but black on the inside.
0: Mm. I don't know. A reverse. What's Oreo. the answer? A reverse Oreo.
1: Okay. Baptist church. <clears throat> there you oh, go. Listen to you.
0: That's pretty ah? good. <clears throat> No, not bad, man. I've heard worse things from you. All
2: <laughs> ah, oh, those slurs. That that's why we call them Slursprinthal. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a great Slur nickname. Slursprinthal. Hey, Slur, what's up?
0: Oh, man. Um, why is there a problem in Seattle with the, with the name of their hockey team? I don't get this. This much is clear. Seattle's getting an NHL team, and it will play its first game in the 2021 season, but what will that team be called? That's where things are getting a little strange. Hockey blogger John Hoven said Wednesday in a radio interview that he has learned the name will likely be the Seattle Kraken, referring to a fictitious sea monster, reports the Seattle Times. The new franchise declined to confirm or deny a post at sports.mynorthwest. Notes that the smoother-sounding Seattle sockeyes appear to have been leading uh, the leading candidate, but an unusual legal issue is at play regarding romance novels. It seems author Jamie Davenport has been writing about the fictional Seattle Sockeyes hockey team in her books for a while. Oh, and she filed for a trademark in 2017 when news first broke that Seattle was getting a team. So they took Davenport it tells the Seattle from yeah. a book without asking. Yes, they did. Not smart. That's correct. I'd rather go with Seattle Kraken anyway.
2: Well, not to mention Sockeye. It's like name yourself after the grossest kind of salmon. Sockeye <laughs>
1: salmon
0: are gross.
2: I don't like Sockeye. Sockeye okay. is the one that has that weird, fishy, artificial taste. Hmm. It's Atlantic It's real fatty, sandy. isn't it? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's like really fatty fish, I think, if I remember correctly. Not a big uh, not a big fan. So, yeah, they're not going to be the Se- Oh, here we go. Another candidate in the mix, the Seattle Totems.
1: Oh, uh, that'll Totums? never make it. No,
0: it doesn't even work. That's not going to make it. Let's go with Seattle Kraken and just shut up. How about that? Kraken's good. It's a sea monster. It's basically a squid... Octopus kind of thing.
1: That's right? awesome. It was a great name.
0: Yeah, Kraken's a great name. I got no problem with that. Plus, in fact Seattle sockeye, because there's so many fights in the NHL, you can think they're talking about socking somebody in the eye. Yeah. So, knock it off. You heard me. You heard what I said. But, uh, God, Bloomberg's going to spend another $10 million on a Super Bowl. That boy's got some money. $53 billion
2: will get it done, won't it?
1: He sure does, man. Wait,
2: what is he advertising?
1: Well, himself, the president.
2: Uh, himself, yeah. Oh, he wants to be president. I didn't know you were allowed to do political ads during the Super Bowl. <clears throat> you can do whatever you want now, apparently. Yes, if you got the if money. If you can pay
1: for it. Yeah. You know, it's, how, what is a Super Bowl ad now? Is mm. it like $5 million a minute or something?
2: Uh, probably like mm, that. that yeah. Let's see. That's what, Remember a long time ago, that High Life ad? Yeah. Just the guy yelling high life, and it was like one second long. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that was the whole joke is because it was too expensive to get a real ad, so they had to buy one second of time. Uh, Jesus. 30 seconds on Super Bowl 34 was $2.2 2 million.
1: Yeah, so it's about a million, $5 million a minute.
2: Let's see. By Super Bowl live, it is 5.6 per
0: 30. 5.6 per 30? Whoa. 112, 120 million viewers, though, I suppose that's that rules the day. Well, I know a guy that... NFL that, uh, is
2: tax-exempt or else they'd be making no money, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: I know a guy that wrote and produced an ad that made it on the Super Bowl. It was probably 10 years ago mm-hmm. from Monster.com, mm-hmm. and it was the cubicle space where the guys are, like, lighting their farts on fire. You Remember that one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there's yes. a
1: poor young woman there, and she's just looking all frazzled. And the tag was, like need a new job monster.com it was pretty good actually.
0: monster.com we already knew michael bloomberg was shelling out 10 million dollars of his own money to buy a super bowl ad on tuesday the 2020 candidate unveiled the 60 second spot in advance and it's so 5.6 for 30 seconds but it's all the way down to 10 million for a full minute
2: yeah, so yeah you, you, know. you get a $1. $1. 1.2 million dollar discount there you go there you
0: go Uh, um, You put it on your card and get the miles. Yeah, there you go. The ad features Calandrian Simpson Kemp, whose 20-year-old son was shot and killed in 2013, Bloomberg said. Heard mothers crying, so he started fighting. The Texas woman is a member of Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America, um, which emerged uh, in 2013 with Bloomberg's Mayors Against Illegal Guns. To create every town for gun safety, reports CBS News. The new ad does not mention President Trump, whose campaign also bought, bought a $10 million ad uh, on Sunday's broadcast. So we're going to see a lot of political ads on the on the. Uh, well, I can't watch the Super Bowl, Great. so by the time I see it, I won't. I won't see any commercials.
2: We're going to watch the Puppy Bowl.
0: Puppy Bowl's good. Mm-hmm. I like the Puppy Bowl, actually. The puppy Bowl works for me. Um, I still nobody can still answer the Tulsi Gabbard question for me why don't they like a young mixed race woman who served in the military she's very smart she's very tough what is the problem with her
2: well who's they because that the answer to that question the depends democratic party much. well that because she's not democratic enough
0: that's, well but yeah well she so she's not way way far left yes well yeah what well, they would call that's it democratic, the good news i suppose
2: but they're not that's that, not their mo right now I I mean, know. Can you it's imagine a moderate running on either side? It just wouldn't work. No. No, I suppose
0: not. But, I mean, I'd vote for her. I, I think she's pretty straight ahead, pretty common sense. Uh, you know, i got no problem with that whatsoever. So here's what I like. White men, particularly old white men, are the worst human beings on earth. But that's all we have running for the Democratic nomination. Well, Well, what the hell is that? Warren
1: and Pete Buttigieg—he acts like an old man, but he actually is only what (laughs) thirty-eight.
0: Yeah, and he's out already. Anyway, I mean, he's not officially out, but they're both. I mean, it's basically going to be either Bernie Sanders or Biden. It looks like.
1: Well, I, you know, I was talking to. I hate to keep bringing this up, but it was my. Yeah. Thank you for letting me interview Chris Matthews on Monday, and I'm sorry that the
0: oh, no, technical no, stuff no, failed,
1: fine. so you couldn't be there. But we were talking about that, and he actually agreed with me. I, I think that it's likely one of those two will be the nominee, and I think it really mm-hmm. becomes important who they pick as VP is either one of them are likely to be one-term presidents. In other words, they're in their late 70s. That job takes such a physical mm-hmm. toll on people.
2: Even 50-year-olds come out looking yeah, like they're 70s. Yeah, 70, so it's
1: yeah. Like, Obama went in yeah. looking good and he came out with white hair, and same with the <laughs> yeah. W. It was the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like dog true. years. Every year as a president it's like mm-hmm. seven to a, a normal person. So I would think that... And he thought Klobuchar actually had a good shot at being VP with one of them. And somebody told me that somebody's already bought the URL BidenKlobuchar.com, dot com. Although that's that might oh, be really? just preventative, yeah. Because in the last election, uh, the Trump uh, team bought JebBush.com, dot com, which I thought was brilliant. So if you typed in yeah, Jeb well. Bush, it came up, and then it redirected to Donald Trump's campaign site. That's uh, a, that that's something a car guy would do.
0: How did his people ever let that happen? Well, How did you it, not it, buy JebBush.com? Yeah,
1: you would think that if you were smart, you would have been Jesus. starting buying that stuff you know, a year before you ran.
0: Absolutely. You buy that way, way in advance. I don't know. We'll see what the situation is. But I know that Biden's begging Michelle Obama to, to run with him, but she's not going to do that, yeah. I would not think.
2: I'm looking at the presidential before and after picks. And most of them, the rule applies. You know, uh, even they, get, they e- come out old. Even Teddy, he went in zero wrinkles. He came out looking like he had gone through war. Which I mean, oh Teddy Roosevelt. But I shook my head because uh, they got JFK on here, which. I mean, it's not really an after picture now, is it?
1: Now, Reagan actually got younger. I think he had some facial work done, and he kept dyeing his hair blacker and blacker.
2: Yeah, Carter (laughs) actually looks younger in the after picture. Well, he was only in for four. That's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eisenhower, I mean, he went, how do you get older than Eisenhower? already.
0: That's well, he always. Even when he was thirty, he looked like he was seventy. He got one of those faces, but yeah. Isn't he, it
2: funny
1: how that's changed? We've been. I think we've been talking about this. Sarah and I have been watching Perry Mason episodes, and people were a lot older at early ages back then. Mm-hmm. Than oh the, uh, yeah,
2: I mean, you see yeah. yeah. in Since their forties,
1: and they look like they're sixty-five years old.
2: Well, how many people were born yep. on a farm and had to work? You know, from that's the true. Time they came were up in years years times. Ten years old. Yeah, yeah. exactly. At ages you. Still
0: love, still love the grapes of wrath. You know, let me tell you something. I'm getting worried about Ma. She's getting really old. She's 55, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa! Things have changed in the last 100 years. Quite a bit, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, so we'll see what the situation is. But I, I just uh, we got in a little bit of a disagreement yesterday because I said, why is the Democratic Party going after Amy Klobuchar and then... A couple other people on the show didn't think they were, and I said, "Well, they obviously are." And then, of course, today it's been revealed they did go after her, and now they're asking her to step aside and drop out of the race.
2: I think the parties are in the really? absorb your twin phase of gestation right now.
1: So, what what, yeah. what happened that they're asking her to step down?
2: When she was attorney
0: general, apparently she. Oh, is this the Taisha
1: sentence- Edwards thing? Is that her name? Yes, the, the little kid so, that got yeah. murdered.
0: I believe so. Yeah, I And uh, the guy's doing life in prison and they're saying he's innocent. So, so I, don't was, know. I don't
1: know. Those that aren't familiar with the case, I think it's early 2000s when Amy was the Hennepin County Attorney. Right. It was gang warfare in North Minneapolis and some 11-year-old kid got shot sitting at her kitchen table doing homework. And right. it, they thought it was, if I remember right, two or three different gang members and they they <clears throat> put a young kid away. I think he was like Fifteen or sixteen years old, and retried yeah. him, but they think he's still guilty. But yeah, I, I do, do remember that.
0: So if he's still guilty, what are they going after her for? Well,
1: well, I you know I don't, I don't I guess I don't know. I just this is all news to me. I've been watching yeah, less I, and less national news because I my frustration I levels just maxed out.
0: I do not blame you from staying away from it. you know what I think, honestly God, no matter which side loses, you should be forced out of office. So if the president loses, they're going to force him out of office, right? Well, if the other side loses, how about basically Pelosi, Schumer, and, and uh, Schiff? Go away. Just go away. You guys <laughs> wasted tens of millions of dollars of taxpayer money on nothing. Go away. God, well, those people are obnoxious. Uh, All here we them. go, Donald Trump and the other three.
2: Yeah, they're angry because Mayan Burrell uh, is who she prosecuted. And... Apparently there wasn't enough evidence for them to be happy about that. I don't right. So they Something think like he's that, wrongly
1: I, yeah. convicted. In other words, right? But
2: there's That's as far think, as I know, there's no actual proof. If I remember wrong. right,
1: there was wasn't he tried twice or didn't they did they have a retrial?
0: I think so. I thought so. <laughs> But, you know, it's a race issue, and that's – everything now with the – and again, these people are not progressive. They're not liberal. They're not even really Democrats. They're just psychopaths who had a bad professor. That's what this is. You know, so so that's the whole deal. It's like everything is about race to them. Everything is about race and marginalization and privilege and it's like calm down.
1: How can it be about race if the girl that got killed was black?
0: I know, but see, it was a white woman that convicted a black kid. Oh, so I see. I
1: okay, there. I get it.
0: That's what it is. We're got to take a break because we have a special guest coming up next. Elka Schultz joins us overcome winter anxiety, baby. All we do is help on this show. You ever notice that?
1: I need to talk to her. All bad. we do is help. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll be right back with the family. in 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with lasik at whiting clinic
2: lasik results may vary talk to your whiting clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential
0: well you are playing random music aren't you
2: yes i am if you leave me now
0: here we go ladies and gentlemen elka shoals with us elka how are you
7: I am great,
0: thank you. I'm glad to hear that. I got to tell you, some psychotherapist Elka Scholes with us. Uh, so far, I've heard about oh seven, eight thousand people say, "Oh my God, I got to talk to her about overcoming winter anxiety."
7: Winter anxiety. <laughs>
0: winter, winter anxiety. Yeah, it's a little, a uh, little bit much in Minnesota. You know.
7: Sorry, I didn't
0: hear the question. Oh no, no, I just said that. Uh, I said that it, uh, overcoming winter anxiety in Minnesota is a tough job.
7: Oh There's right, no right. Doubt about
0: it. No question. For millions of people, colder weather brings the blues along with darker days and staying inside more often. Learn how to recognize and tame seasonal anxiety triggers. Psychotherapist Elka Scholz is known as the anxiety Oh the anxiety warrior. I like that Elka. Yep. the anxiety warrior.
7: Well, I have anxiety myself so that uh, and I didn't know it when I was growing up, I didn't know it as a child or a teenager or even a young adult. And um, I did learn that I have anxiety. And then, of course, uh, my journey began of discovering where did this all come from and how can I manage it?
0: Is it, uh, from what I understand now, uh, anxiety comes from the fact that in your head, in your brain, you're worried. But worry doesn't, uh, doesn't come out. It stays in your head. But worry turns into anxiety when you start to express it verbally. Is that correct?
7: Yeah, and it comes from a lot of different places. Uh, worry is one of them. Uh, it can also come from a lack of water. Your brain will send signals mm-hmm. to your body that feel anxiety-like. Hmm. Yeah, the I can see that. A lack of hydration Absolutely. will actually create anxiety. So it comes from a lot of different places.
0: So now, Elka, where did you grow up?
7: I grew up uh, in Ontario, and I now live in Muskoka uh, in Ontario okay. as well.
0: Okay, now, so basically you know about dealing with winter anxiety as well, yes. right? <laughs> okay, well, I just want to make sure. Because uh, Doug is with us today, and Doug said he's really got to talk to you about this winter anxiety thing.
1: Yeah. So my question is, snorting vitamin D, copious amounts a bad strategy <laughs> to uh, counteract seasonal affective disorder, it's been they they just said in the local news this is the cloudiest january we've had since nineteen sixty three and i just I, I just hate every moment of every day what do mm-hmm. i do
7: <laughs> yeah and i find um, yes those cloudy soft days and and you know part of it is is um, you know we start feeling depressed or quieter or uh... less energy in the winter and Uh, One thing that I'm encouraging people to do is to relax into that. Um, You know, we can hibernate too. Uh, Maybe it means um, uh, warm blankets and favorite soups, comfort food, resting. It is a time of rest. And uh, even though, you know, we'll have to get out and go to jobs and things like that, I mean, there's other things we can do. Uh, One of the things is... um, when there is a little bit of sunshine, to get out there, even if it's for two minutes or one minute, and just to pause and take in those sun rays. The other is a sun lamp. Um, my own office is, I have a little cubby hole, if you would see me now where I'm sitting, and um, and I do have a sun lamp, and I, I don't have it on a lot. It just has made such a difference, especially when we have... Um, yeah, uh, these soft, cloudy days that you know, over and over again, we're not having the sunshine. And um, and you're right. Uh, some people take vitamin D, uh, which is our sunshine uh, vitamin. Um, though I'm not a naturopath, so I can't even recommend. Um, I don't know how much to you know suggest. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so that's just a few little things. But there's other things too. Um,
6: but a few having little a meal things help, with yeah. a
7: friend uh, and or family. You know, making sure that maybe wintertime is... It is a time that it's slower, but it's a great time to make connections and be with people.
2: Yeah, and I think that's terrific. One of those things, yeah, um, the whole, you know, winter is a time Oh, I can barely hear you. Oh. uh, I will turn myself up. There you go. How is that? Any better?
7: No. Can
2: Mm -hmm. you say it again? Sorry. I... Well, you can hear Tom, so I'll just let him take the reins. Okay. No, that's fine. Uh, so basically, what
0: I the one what I want to ask you about is it okay if I just call you Elka?
9: Yes, please.
0: And I love, I love that name, by the way. Elka Summer was a good lead for all Elkas in the world, don't you think? <laughs>
9: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was indeed, no doubt about it. So, okay, you start out by. Let's say you have some some experiences. In my particular case, I I got worry as a little child because I, I watched my mother who was trying to raise children by herself and and, and was a waitress. She worried constantly about how she was going to make the, make the ends meet, how she was going to pay the bills, how she. So I picked up on that. You you kind of inherit that by watching your parent. If you care about them, you kind of pick up on their their worry and anxiety, don't you? Yes.
7: Absolutely. Yep. Is we there anything pick you can do a about habit. it? And mm-hmm. I want to emphasize the word habit. So worry uh, is something we can change. We have fifty to 70,000 thoughts a day. And uh, oh. most of those are repetitive. And the good news is that we can be the master of our minds and we can change those thoughts. It takes a bit of work, though so I do have a strategy for that. So, uh, and you're right, worrying isn't really beneficial, it, it kind of just keeps whirling around. So mm-hmm. one of the things I tell um, clients is, you know, write down all your worries, and uh, one at a time, just write down the facts that support the worry. So what facts are suggesting that this worry is justified? And a lot of cases, we'll find oh, there might be something, but mm, there isn't really a lot. And then write down the facts that support a more helpful thought. So uh, whatever that worry is, I don't know if you have one, but I'm certainly happy to work through it. And um, write down you know, what supports a more a balanced, realistic thought. And, um, actually, uh, my clients have reported when they do that exercise, they come back and they go, wow, it really, it really changes because worry, worry and anxiety, they're part of our, uh, human makeup and who we are. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like anxiety tapping us on the shoulder and saying, Hey, pay attention, <laughs> pay attention to something. So, uh, and, and, you know, we don't we don't want to assume that it's a habit or that it's wrong. So let's write it down. Let's look at it. Let's um, look at the facts. And then let's look at what really is happening. And let's um, reframe and and think about that thought in a more realistic, balanced way. Does that make sense or is that helpful?
0: No, it absolutely is helpful. It makes a lot of sense, as a matter of fact. Okay, cool. I tell you this, uh, uh, the way I think, Elka, and this is absolutely true that I have had worry that turned into anxiety. For a lot of people, that turns into depression. Yep. But for me, it, turned, it turns into rage, which is really unusual, I guess. Hmm. So, you know, I behave now. I take a couple extra breaths, Elka, <laughs> so <laughs> it works out really, really well.
7: Well, um, and, yeah, and you know, are all these unpleasant uh, human emotions... Um, They're there for a reason, and they are really um, asking, uh, like, when we have an unpleasant emotion like rage, anger, irritation, frustration, however you want to word it, stress, anxiety, and, you know, anxiety and stress comes in so many different forms, uh, whether it's fear, grief, all those emotions are signals for us to say, hey, let's pay attention, what do we need to do here? They're not wrong. So when you feel rage, it's not wrong to feel angry or rage right. or anything. It's just that something is telling you something isn't right, and it yeah,
0: true, that's exactly right. right. Yep, yep, that's exactly right. As a matter of fact, I, I one thing that on the upside of that whole thing, Elka, and this is absolutely true, and people looked at me in a really weird way when in high school. I actually laughed at this quote when everybody else took it really deeply and seriously. I laughed because I I thought, my God, that's so true. I was sitting in in class, and the teacher read a quote from Jean-Paul Sartre. Hell is other people, and I started laughing because I was like, yes, yes, it certainly is, isn't it? Um, Like right now, Elka, yes, okay, so we have winter, and it's uh, it's overcast, and it's cold, but if you turn on the television, everybody in America hates everybody else, Elka. It's just, it's very upsetting, actually.
7: Yes. Well, I, you know, and I don't know if uh, you'll enjoy listening to this because we are on the radio, um, is uh, one of the things I do uh, encourage people to do is know when to disengage. Yeah. And our yeah. media, uh, and I mean, this program, I want to, you know, say thank you so much for doing things like this because it supports people and we're enriching people's Wonderful. lives. We need more of that. this. Um, we need to also disengage from, uh, the social media and media out there. Um, there's so much, uh, of, uh, disasters and, uh, you know, we hear it repetitively over and over and over again, sometimes the same story and what it does is it really does ups- upset our system. And. Uh, It's just knowing when to disengage and when to say, you know what, I need to turn that off right now. Or I need to listen to this program, which is going to, you know, help me and um, help me live my life and help me live a good life. We all deserve to do that. Um, Yeah, so it's, it's important to know when to disengage, when to pull back.
8: Is
0: it easy to do that, though, Elka? I mean, is it is it easy to disengage, or do you need to sit and, and make a concerted effort to learn how to get uh, to, how to do that right?
7: Well, I did that very early on. I actually um, I remember once a long time ago, walking in a grocery store, and when I was looking at different products, I could hear the jingles in my head, and I just went, mm-hmm. "Whoa, well, no, I don't want to do this." So I actually, and I also was involved with a lot of um, uh, town council. Um, I was on different committees and things, and I learned a lot um, about, um, you know, how, the, how media can present, or advertising even, and so I, I'd step back then. I, I, um, I tend to, um, you know, I don't, uh, I don't go out of my way to fill my head or go into watching a lot of uh, media because I do always find out what's going on. It's interesting. I have clients, they'll either tell me or I can, if there's something locally that's happening, I'll do more research, talk to people. And um, it's, it's not that I've ever been in, you know, um, my head in the sand. It's not like that at all. It's just that mm-hmm. why am I upsetting myself? By listening to things that are going on all over the world, it's not that I don't care. I do care deeply. However, um, you know, we need to think about where where can we be the most useful. Where can we help people the most? And for me, if I take care of myself, and then I can be you know as close to hundred percent as possible, then I can help. Like being like I love to do radio interviews. I just totally love it. I enjoy it so much because I, I just want to help people and don't think it's so difficult some of these strategies and and the same as my pri- private practice I want to be on top of things so I can really help people and empower them And if I'm uh, defeated or sad or uh, bogged down uh, by uh, you know because I've listened to the news over and over again, um, I don't think that's useful So um, yeah if I have, I've, I've stepped back and I, I hope that I do enrich lives. So that, that's how I've done it.
0: Well, but I think that is true because you do obviously enrich other people's lives. You really do help people a lot. That's got to feel really good, Elke, I would imagine, knowing that you are helping a lot of people.
7: Yes. Yes, it does. And, and I think, um, I also believe in, like, we're all connected, like, in some way as humans we are connected with each other and i think as we keep our vibration in a in a good healthy way whether it's uh you know physically spiritually emotionally that that people are going to resonate with that they're it's going to help them as well and and that's where i if i you know would encourage listeners or encourage people is to, you know, focus on that. How can you enrich your life? Because there's a ripple effect that happens. Just like when a pebble drops in a lake, there's this beautiful ripple effect. Um, It affects so many people. And then as you affect them in a positive way, again, there's this, you know, big ripple effect that becomes endless in a way.
0: Okay, I do need to take a very quick break. Can you stay with us for a few more minutes after the break?
7: Sure, I'd love to. (laughs)
0: Wonderful. We'll be right back right after this. Elka Scholes overcome winter anxiety and all anxiety, basically. We'll be right back more with Elka right after this. Start the new year looking great and feel even better by losing 20 to 40 pounds with help from my friends at Ultimate, powered by Nutrimost. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, you'll receive 20 to 30% off all programs with Ultimate's New Year's resolution sale. Do what I did and let Dan and Neil Sheehy and the staff at Ultimate help you change your relationship with food forever. With the help of Ultimate, I lost 41 pounds and another 42 pounds in each of my two 40-day programs. Debbie P. from Minoka lost 31 pounds in 43 days. Cheryl S. of Webster lost 36 pounds in 43 days. And Ron D. from Lakeville lost 57 pounds in just 43 days. Live your healthiest life starting today. Schedule an immediate consultation and receive 20 to 30% off all programs for a limited time. Call Ultimate, powered by Nutrimost, 763-333-7337, 763-333-7337. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months,
2: West
0: Virginia Well, it's kind of a positive song, don't you think?
2: Uh, West Virginia.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, Mr. Sprinthal, I want you to ask a few questions. Uh, you should tell Elka what you did uh, back in the day before Ronald Reagan changed the rules a bit.
1: Oh, that's interesting. So, I was a young psychology undergraduate student, a local uh, university here, and I took a job as a mental health counselor in a locked psychiatric ward, and I watched the implosion of our healthcare system, mental health care system in this uh, country in the early 80s, and it was just, y- you could almost t- predict what was gonna happen. Um, seriously, mentally, a lot of schizophrenic uh, patients uh, being pretty much left to their own devices, Would get off their meds, and it was really, in my mind, the start of the big uh, homeless problem in in the United States right now. So many
2: homeless people are either mentally ill or on drugs. You know, solve those two problems, you solve the homelessness. But we have made very little progress in treating schizophrenia, particularly. Yeah.
1: So I don't, I don't really know that there's a question there, quite honestly. But Andy brings up a good point. You know, it's. I think mental illness in general is treated as some sort of a character defect, whereas if you know people that are actually suffering from psychosis, they're not doing it on purpose. But why do you think that the treatment, uh, medical science is lagging so far behind in the treatment of mental illnesses? Why? Yes.
7: Uh, I think uh, probably uh, lack of money, lack of understanding lack of knowledge Mm. I think that we've had um, uh, mental we've had uh, mental illness um, has gone all through our history and um, you know we haven't uh, we haven't understood it because it's invisible in a way you know you might look at a person and and they they don't show an outward injury or an outward illness and so then it's not understood, and um, when people don't understand things, they're afraid of them.
2: It's very true. I, I
7: think there's a few reasons, yeah, you know? and I think that's also what inspired me writing the books, because um, you know I came, I I noticed people coming in with similar problems and. And also here in Ontario, we don't have enough funds to help everybody, and a lot of people don't have insurance. And I just thought, you know what, this this can be, like, why not put all these resources out there? It costs less than a pizza. And because uh, money is a big thing. people, um, whether it's, you know, our government and funding and programs or whether it's um, you know when we choose when we we may not have enough money so then we're not going to choose to spend money on on therapy you know maybe we just have enough money for food and clothes
1: so in in the canadian healthcare system uh ther- psychotherapy is not something that's covered
7: no that's no. interesting no it, it sometimes it is through employment programs mhm so it, there's still many, many gaps. So it would be
1: part of the, from what I understand, that in the Canadian healthcare system, there still is sort of a private umbrella that, yeah. that, that's optional that covers a lot of, I guess, what they would probably call non-essential services, but it sounds like your argument is that these really aren't non-essential.
7: Right. Yep. Yep, sometimes it's covered privately, but in a lot of cases it's not. There's big gaps, very big gaps. And it sounds like that you have those gaps, too.
1: Yeah. We have a lot of gaps.
7: Yeah. Yeah, we do. I I
0: find this fascinating.
7: Sorry?
0: No, I find this fascinating. I like your conversation you're having. Oh,
7: okay.
0: (laughs) That's good.
1: Yeah, I think uh, as we struggle with our health care system in this country, I think it's sort of... I don't know what the right word is, but we look to Canada and some of the European countries as having perfect health care because it's nationalized. And, and a little deeper examination it usually points out that, you know, there's, there's no perfect system.
7: No, and unfortunately, I mean, we have, um, I'm just trying, looking up the stat here, um, it's like a quarter million Canadians are off work every week because of stress. And anxiety. I mean, that's how high it is. Wow. It's a lot. Mm. That's a lot of people.
1: Can, can I and ask an uh, ignorant question? How many people live in Canada? What's the population of the country, oh, approximately?
7: You, you know what? Those thirty-seven million. They're, they oh, don't roll around million? in the screen.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's thirty-seven million. Um, I just million know people.
7: more of the percentages, but okay. um, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things, and this is interesting, what what we're talking about is. Um, so the stress and anxiety and these symptoms, it's just mind-boggling how our body manifests illnesses based, like, from um, our mental health. Like, when we're feeling good, we're healthy. I mean, I, like, you know, we're, we're resilient, we're energetic, we have, um, you know, our antibodies are in good sa- shape, and, and we're not sick. Um, I mean, anxiety can cause so many symptoms. Um, It can cause IBS, uh, headaches, migraines, uh, hives, skin disease, um, heart disease. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And I think that brings me back to why, you know, I want to support people in in looking after themselves and feeling better is they're going to actually be healthier, like it's just crazy Um, there's just so much that indigestion I mean um, sweating hives uh, weight loss weight gain I mean insomnia so many things and and then where does the cycle stop right and then we go to the doctor and we're upset and then um, you know we're asking for medication but the medication isn't really fixing the problem
1: Boy, well, it's January in Minnesota. I'd go for a little sweating right now. <laughs>
7: yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And you know what? We'd be healthier to sweat. Yeah. Totally. We would so be healthier. Uh,
0: absolutely. It is true. Ladies and gentlemen, our very special guest today. I, I thought it was a fascinating topic, uh, you know, the, the winter being part of it, but also. I think people really are going to have to focus on taking care of their anxiety because so much of it is being caused by, well, I mean, it's just a flat-out truth that whether it's Hollywood or politicians or you go down the list, we're being lied to constantly, and you know you are, and it gives you there's a lot of, it's very unsettling to know that nobody's telling the truth anymore. It's very difficult.
7: Well, one of the things is, you know what, is trust yourself. Trust Mm -hmm. your own body. Your body is your best barometer. Your body will tell you. Like, and I, and, you know, I'm going to say you don't have to believe anything I say ever. And I tell that to my clients too. And, and the bottom line is trust yourself. If this, any of this, what we talk about, feels right for you, then it's bang on. Go with it.
0: You can go to E-L-K-E-S-C-H-O-L-Z. That's dot com. Elka Schultz, thank you so much for your time today. Have a wonderful day.
7: You too, and thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: Absolutely. Great to have you.
7: All right.
0: So, Doug, do you miss being in the business? You must miss being in that business, I would uh, think.
1: Yeah. You know, Tom, it was so long ago, and it was really... It was just the start of what might have been a career as a therapist or a counselor, or maybe even teaching. I don't don't know where it would have gone. I did find it; it really affected me for my whole life because you really you you have to become a compassionate person to do that job, and realize you know to count your blessings and how lucky you really are because you know brain chemistry is such a they know so little about it and it's so fragile. And the, the people, the line of sanity versus insanity is very, very thin. Uh, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. You went through this yep. with your father. I mean, it's, it's, yep. it's and I, I can't imagine how frightening that would be as a child. As a grown up, it's frightening enough to watch somebody that's just totally disassociated with reality. It's, uh, and you can't reason with them, as you know, it, it's impossible. They just, uh, they don't, they have these beliefs and systems built up and you can't use logic you would think that you would be able to convince somebody that they're not superman or uh there aren't alien colonies living under your fingernails and all this sort of nonsense but it's not true you
0: know what i really love about today is is that that's why i just i laugh really hard when they go with this all people uh, all men, uh, white men, are, are people of uh, uh, you know white privilege. Yeah. Uh, let me run a little white privilege by you. You be a little boy and watch your father see things that you can't see and see how you deal with that. Okay. Not a lot of privilege there. I will be honest with you, because as a little boy, you're going, "What's wrong with me? I can't see it." He goes, "I said, Dad, where? Right there. You can't see it." And he goes, no. So I thought there was something wrong with me. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, and there wasn't any hey, money in the family uh, coffee cans to send Tommy to therapy to somebody that could ex- help him deal with it either. So
0: what do you, uh, what do you mean therapy? I'm straight ahead, no clear thinker. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he just starts laughing. I like nice
2: friend you are. Yes. Ha ha ha. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Typical backstabber.
2: That's all I know. Hallucination is one of those fascinating things because it's something that you can't really measure but Uh i mean like so for a very brief period i actually dated someone that had schizophrenia and Mm -hmm. she was very open about it and you know Mm -hmm. we talked about it a little bit and some i'd like she would hallucinate things and i'd say so do you know how how well are you aware that they're not real and she said that if they make absolutely no sense like you know I'm in my room and I look over and I see wildlife there. I know it's not real because how could that possibly be there but if I'm you know walking around outside and I see the same thing, I can't know whether or not it's real because it makes sense that that wildlife would be there in the wild so there is some logic to it yeah to a point
1: if you're if, if you're, not to, so gone, reason, yeah, you're not so far gone yeah you're not
2: seeing you know yeah the devil in your room and you think it's real just because you believe what you see. Because yeah. there are there are a lot of people like that. But it is interesting. There's like it's a sliding scale of you know, just because you're hallucinating doesn't mean that you believe it all or that you're like just completely incapable of rational thought. But That's right. Yeah. Well, and you
1: go it's episodic too. I mean schizophrenics can yes, be yes, lucid for long periods of time and then they get sick and typically it's med driven or they get off their meds, yep, but they it's like, like any off. other illness it does wax and wane a little bit it's not full on crazy all the time yeah
2: it is astounding that we have absolutely no idea what's going on we don't know what causes the episodes yeah we don't know what causes the illness in the first place you know we don't know what part of the brain is sick we don't know anything <clears throat> at all despite all of our medical technology yeah but, i mean you could honestly you could say the same thing about a lot of physical illnesses where you can actually see like um Certain uh autoimmune disorders, mm-hmm. like you can see the parts of the body that are attacking themselves, right. we know exactly what kind of cell is going after what kind of other cell, and yet we still have no idea how to stop you know cell a from attacking cell B, even though they like you could physically take the cells out and look at them but and yet we still have no idea how to control the behavior of something that's driven a hundred percent by just. What chemicals it's touching? Brain chemistry, on, yeah. Which is it's very strange to me. I, yeah, I, I do think that.
1: that she's right, and that it doesn't raise the amount of money for research that a
2: lot of no god. If you look um, at yeah, physical the, ailments get because the,
1: you know no no successful athlete comes down with schizophrenia and it ruins their career at the peak of their powers yeah not that that drives cancer research but mm, people that it does it, a it, lot it, though testicular cancer it's like
2: 90 yeah. percent of people know about testicular cancer because of lance armstrong yeah. you know if he had never gotten testicular yeah. cancer yeah. people just wouldn't care at all it's sad but it's true
1: but that goes back to what <sighs> i was saying about Mental illness being thought looked at almost as a character disorder by people. Well, yeah, that's the
2: other thing I was just about to say because there are people who are famous and then go crazy. Yeah, Gary Busey is a good example. He got brain damage during a motorcycle accident, and now he's just completely out of it. But well, people Rand- look Rand- at Qu- it. Randy Quaid's either yeah, schizophrenic Randy, yeah. or he's bipolar. Something. There's,
1: he's not firing on all eight cylinders.
2: And people look at them like, "Oh, you know, funny Gary Busey. Look yeah. at him be crazy. That's just kind of how he is." And not that you know, he probably lost part of his brain yeah. when he got in that motorcycle accident. But it's yeah. not seen as we have to fight brain damage. It's right. you know, he's funny.
0: Yeah. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the
8: family.